Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey, it's happy Friday, September 1, 2023, except we are recording this the afternoon before it's Thursday, 2.35 p.m. We are recording this. We're going to bring Derek Johnson on here in just a minute. One of our Prophets and Patriots episodes here. So uh, looking forward to this. Let's see, what do I want to tell you? You're seeing this on Friday. Monday, there's no show because of Labor Day. And then Tuesday, we'll bring in Johnny Enlow. So that's the order of things. We're going to miss you on Monday, but you're going to have your barbecues and all of that. So I hope you have a great time with your family discussing all of these things. Uh, and hopefully not fighting too much among yourselves. We <laughs> keep everybody happy. So uh, we're going to run you a quick uh, clip to show you, uh, remind you of the great work you're, you are doing. Uh, where we're cooperating with you to to drill these wells in Uganda, where it must be up to about 190 wells now. I'll get the official count here soon. And But uh, with that in mind, here's that clip. Giving a cup of cold water is a simple way to show someone they are valued, that you care about them. When Jesus talks about this, maybe what he was trying to say, if someone cares enough to stop and think about what you need or what might help you, and they actually do something about it, wow, sacrificing for the benefit of another, that is loving your neighbor. Thank you for loving us, for giving us a cup of cold water. You give me a cup of cold water. And me. And me. And me. And me. And me. And me. And as always, we're just very, very thankful for you all for all your very generous donations. Appreciate that so much. There's a Here's the address and everything again. And of course, it's at the end of the show, too. So thanks again and again. So, all right, time to bring in Derek Johnson with the Prophets and Patriots episode. So here we go. Mr. Derek Johnson, here you are in Alabama. That's really Alabama behind you? That's really Alabama behind me. It's for everybody, I'll just move it around. All right, there you go. Panoramic, that it's, uh, are you out and about in your truck, or is this your property, or what? What's what? What are we looking at? This is the highest point in the county down here. What they used to call the fire tower hill. There's an old fire tower right here behind me, and uh, so I'm I'm up here. It's the best signal uh, where I'm at. So we have what they awesome. call, you know, southern language. We call them hunting cabins, and we have hunting property, things like that. So the property's back down this way but so i just came up here to get good signal well i was reading something you wrote i don't know if it's on telegram or or something where you were talking about the you know you were i don't know where it was i saw but where you couldn't wait to get alone to go hunting and to what was the other thing you said you said something about the rain pouring down and did you do you like the rain in the mud is that what i understood uh probably uh it was either probably the tin roof on the cabins or also when we go uh, this is a dirt road behind me. So, uh, you know, whenever it rains here, they become really muddy here. It's a lot of clay. That's a lot of red clay and it gets real gummy. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, you don't even have to create a, a, what they call a mud hole down here. You can just hit a regular dirt road when it rains and it gets real muddy and soupy. 
and uh, you can test out your four-wheel drive just on a regular <laughs> road. So. Yeah, I've been stuck. I, I I decided I knew how to drive a four-wheel drive once. A four-wheel drive pickup, I got it stuck the first time I took it back from the dealership. So <laughs> I, wasn't raised, I wasn't raised in the country. I was raised in the city. Now I'm in the country, but I never learned to drive a four-wheel, not really drive it. So that's good. Well, Derek, good to see you here. We got some stuff to cover, and I know you don't take notes, and I take notes, so I'm going to go by mine. But the first thing on my list is I want to ask you what you know or speculate or can tell us uh, is going on with this whole Hawaii thing in Lahaina. What what do you know about that? Well, you know, that's, that's where you get into the real um, – what I call hairline or splitting hairs with people's emotions out there, because, you know, when you look at the, well, what the way I believe and the way you believe that there's a God and yeah. God created everything we have. And when you look at, I try to do things by space, whatever it is, however big it is, it doesn't matter. I just, I just outline things we can tangibly see with our eyes and work your way down to humanity. You know, we're all given a purpose on this planet. Um, and, but we all were given free will by God and the Bible tells us he gives us free will and we can, we can be a good steward or we can abuse that. And, um, you know, what's taking place right now is a global operation. It's not it, for all those out there that think this is just the district of Columbia or DC clean out. You couldn't be more wrong in a, in a good kind of way. This is a global operation. So in order to take on a global operation this big, the first thing you have to define is who are the bad guys? And then when you think of, you know, people like General Flynn and you think of all the generals that you don't even know and can't even name, they spent their whole life in the military service to rank up to that level. And there's a lot of generals that no one knows their names. And that's their expertise, though. And those guys, they know. They know all these rings and all these circles of trafficking, drug trafficking, child trafficking, sex trafficking, human trafficking. They know all these ring leaders out there. So the first thing people have to do is identify that, and that's what's taking place. And then in order to prove that, most Americans, especially Americans, they want to see legislation. They want to see, well, most people this weekend, when they're around their barbecues or whatever they're doing, majority of people, especially veterans, will say, well, Congress is the one who declares war. Well, that's what the Constitution says, but the Constitution also says that it's Congress's job to establish the regulations of the army and the navy well they did that and see when people hear constitution they think that it's something that yeah the constitution itself does stay intact the foundation but there are so many amendments under that now those amendments were supposed to support the constitution right not be something in there that that goes wait would this actually bat this original foundation no but so 1941 and then, you know, of course, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Bosey and also Colonel Sellers can make strong cases why FDR kind of abused his power in a different way, uh, where he guilted Congress. He guilt-tripped them, but in a good way, too, because it was always a question, well, as a commander-in-chief, this, that, who can declare war? So the, the, the Constitution specifically shows the president is to be the commander-in-chief of the Army and the Navy. So there was always a question, is that separate or not? Well, our foundation was military first and military law came first before, even before the Declaration of Independence. And then long before 
the Constitution as we know it. Now, we had a Constitution before that called the Articles of Confederation. So, but the military was established before those. And see, when people get together on Fourth of July and they're popping fireworks and they're eating hamburgers and drinking a beer and all this other stuff, they're not celebrating the Constitution. They're celebrating the Declaration of Independence, which specifically tells us, me and you and everybody, we have the right, it's our right and our duty to all overthrow such government that goes against its foundation. All right, so that actually absolutely means insurrections. That means oh wow. War. That means wars if you had to. Now that don't mean we should want to. No, it's not what I'm advocating, but it does give us that right and duty to do so if we have to because that's how our nation was established was in the middle yeah. of a war. And so we have the framework. So most people this weekend if you had to go around to every picnic and party, if you had a question, who can declare war? Majority of people will say Congress. Well, they're wrong. The president and Congress can. And when President Trump says, if they're going to investigate me, they're going to investigate every president before me immediately. This is what he's talking about. Because in 1941, the first and second war powers act, FDR told Congress, he didn't ask them, he told them, it's my duty as commander in chief to respond to this attack on Pearl Harbor. If you don't, guess who the military is going to listen to? Who do you think the military is going to listen wow, to? Wow, good point. Yeah. Me, the commander in chief, or you, the Congress? Who do you think the generals are going to listen to? You, the Congress, or me, the commander in chief? Now, that can work good or bad. I mean, you can make a point for any of that in any time in history. You can make a point for that. You could absolutely do that. But they wrote the first and second War Powers Act. Now, those were amended in 73 with the War Powers Resolution Act. That is the last act right there where a president and Congress can declare war. That's 50 U.S. Code, 50 United States Code, Chapter 33, Sections 1541 through Sections 1550. That 1550 is the last amended section of that War Powers Resolution Act. When you go over there right now, when everybody sees this video and they, they get off of there or they pause this video and they go to a Google and you type in 50 U.S. Code Section 1550 and pull that up. It's a .gov site. That is bipartisan legislation, ladies and gentlemen. It's already passed. It's already been established. That is the original order where President Donald John Trump declared war, a national war. Because the War Powers Resolution and the 50 United States Code chapters period are titled War and National Defense, not International, War and National. Now, in the executive documents below that, it's a, a, for any accountant out there or anybody who's been in finance or business, this would not make any sense to you whatsoever unless you already knew about the military occupancy and the continuity of government. It says for the fiscal year of 2020, but there's a memorandum in under that, the only memorandum from 2021. How is a 2021 memorandum sticking over here in a fiscal year of 2020? That makes no sense whatsoever. That memorandum should have been for 2021 or 2022. That's right. how that would work. So that memorandum specifically reads this, and it ties into Maui, and I'll show you how. Okay. Is I went around the world because people got to know that first. Yeah. That memorandum from 2021 is Joe Biden as a commonwealth act number 671 he's a puppet and he's an actor under a continuity government so you got to see where the original orders are the original orders are the ones that matter so the continuity directives already show we're in a continuity government all our three branches of government that means the military is in control via military occupancy 
Then you got to go look where the president and Congress declared war. Well, did they declare war? Yes, they did. Section 1550. That memo is Biden saying, I delegate. So I, I'm, I'm delegating this. So we'll use this glass of water. I'm going to delegate this glass of water to you, Mr. Steve, the secretary. We're going to make you the secretary of defense today. I delegate you the authority and functions vested in the the president under section 1550 now why would joe biden give yeah. the, the the authority and functions that means authority that means whoever's the authority who gave this order i'm giving the authority to that section 1550 and i'm giving the functions so whatever that president declared the functions the operations the missions the strategies to the to the secretary of defense uh, vested so the secretary of defense is directly under who the commander in chief right and because you can't you can't have two commander in chiefs because you have all see generals are the highest ranking in the military except for the commander in chief he's the lead dog right so that's joe biden telling the secretary of defense to listen to section 1550 now section 1550 when you scroll up and read it december the 20th 2019 not only did they amend the War Powers Resolution Act, that's the same day that the Uniform Code of Military Justice was reestablished and reissued with new laws for military on December the 20th, 2019. The Courts Martial Handbook was reissued on December the 20th, 2019. The Space Force was established on December the 20th, 2019. Gee. All, right? All those things happened on that day. And then that order says 180 days after, well, 180 days on to December, um, December the, uh, just drew my blank, 20th, 2019, will put you to June 17th, 2020. Well, that 180 days has a report that has to come with it to the defense committees, and it specifically says that in section 1550. Well, what happened in that section of 180 days? In March, on March the 2nd, the Defense Production Act was reamended, and the date was changed from September 2019 out to September 2025. So for all the funding to be extended out to September 2025, and you'll have to read what all that entails. But then also on March 27th, this is where people get their hang up, is the difference in military and federal government orders. All right, on March 27th, Donald John Trump federalized 1 million reserve components to active duty. All right, the president is the only person who can federalize the National Guard, the reserve components to act to duty. That's 10 U.S. Code 12406 and 12304. And as a veteran, when we all raised our right hand, we swore in under the same Title 10. So you can't have one without the other. You can't say one exists and one doesn't. That's how it works. So in, on March 27th, that was a direct military order. As a commander in chief, that is an order. And in the military, you've heard commanders, anybody's a veteran, you've heard them say, that is an order. That is an order. They'll read out the order. That's an order. Go accomplish that. Go do this. So that's a direct military order. Then he put it in an executive order, 13912, which became a federal order then. So he had a military order and a federal order. Now, what separates that is also beautiful, and I've talked about it on your show before, is the Military Justice Act. So this is where people want to argue that. This is where you squander that and go, well, guess who signed this? The Supreme Court clarified in 2016, and this was not Donald Trump's Supreme Court. This was Ginsburg and that crew. Oh, wow. Right? They, clar they clarified 
in the Military Justice Act. They signed it by Barack Obama signed it now in 2016. But it didn't pass until the 2017 National Defense Authorization Act, which is better terms, the defense budget for all the military. So it shows you they signed it before military occupancy. They signed it before continuity of government, but it didn't pass until they were under, they, the Congress and the courts and the three branches of government were under COG. Okay. So the three things in that clarified military courts and military laws are separate from civil courts and civil laws. So they're separating that. They also clarified that president and commander in chief are two separate roles, duties, obligations, which also means laws and orders. And they also clarified the commander in chief and the federal government are two separate roles, two separate duties, two separate laws, which means Article two of the Constitution was separated from Article three of the Constitution. They separated that. They signed that. And that's when President Trump says, if you're going to investigate me, then you got to investigate every president before me because he didn't sign that either. So he is the commander in chief of the military, which gives direct military orders and military laws and orders. And then the president's the president of the people. Of so the you're saying, Derek, you're saying that you can actually have in this one case only, I think, a commander in chief, which is Trump and a president, which was Biden, at least acting as president. Well, the reason well, and the reason why that's accurate and true is this, is we have solid proof that we became a federal corporation in 1871. Right. And it was also put in United States code as well. So there's a lot of codes in there that we were saying earlier that don't back the Constitution because under 28 U.S. Code 3002-3002, it defines the United States as a federal corporation. All right. So that it's in writing. So there's yeah. no denying that. So, yeah. yes, what Biden would be, one, he's a Commonwealth Act. This was something they did back in World War II. And President Trump said this in March 2020 again, that first 180 days, he specifically said, specifically same scenario different war as world war ii so he's showing you all a lot of these laws and orders and this strategy came from that so in world war ii fdr and the united states put in a puppet for the philippine the philippinian president there was a puppet who met the press and the media while the actual president was in what they called exile and he had full control of his military and the united states flew him oh, back oh wow okay i see it's a commonwealth it's a Commonwealth Act number 671, and you can find it under a gazette.gov. I have the link. I'll put that up on my pages for people to find that, and you can read about it. Um, so there's that, and he's also a visual president of the Corporation of the District of Columbia, not the 50 Republic states. Hmm. So, there, wow. so yes, there is a separation. And once again, bipartisan legislation shows that that is actually what's taking place. And then the War Powers Resolution Act specifically shows where Donald Trump became a wartime president in that first 180 days when he federalized 1 million reserve components. That's your overall order right can there. You, can you clarify one point that you said a few minutes ago where Biden, and I, this, I want to know if he did it uh, willingly or against his will or because he's an actor, he's just fulfilling a role. But at some point he says, I delegate to you. And in this case, you said, Steve, you're the defense secretary. You now have all the powers that that, that other act said belong to them. And now th th someone has delegated. So Biden delegated uh, to the secretary of defense. And I assume you mean the current secretary of defense who's at, who's there. And then did he do that willingly? Was he was a gun to his head, so to speak? No, what? This, is, this is all an operation from the start. That's why okay. you always have to the start whole with thing. 
That's why you always have to start with the military occupancy and the continuity directives. The continuity directives prove we're in a continuity government because when they were issued, the first one was issued January 17, 2017, three days before Trump took his oath. And then June 13, 2017, which is your implementation. Those two are the ones that are in the Federal Register with operational dates. So this was your outline and this was your implementation phase. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And, and, the dates, well, the dates of those are 2018 to 2022. And the other one was 2020 to 2024. So when you say the continuity of government, we're under a continuity of government, a cog is another word. Uh, you, what you're saying, every time you use that phrase, is the military's in charge, folks. They're calling the shots right now. That's correct. That's what you mean by that. Not Biden's calling the shots. The military's He's calling not. the shots. Okay. He's not. And, and I show it every day. with the When these aircraft, when I show those aircraft on my pages, those are aftermaths of an order already given. Okay. The, original, the original order is in that War Powers Resolution Act. That's your, that's your foundational order. Now, there's tons of orders under that because here's the deal. When I was in the military, I was a 14 Sierra Air Missile Defense guy. Okay, so we don't have the same orders that 82nd Airborne and 101st Airborne have. So that we, every unit's falling under a different strategy, a different thing that everybody's doing. That's why most military personnel don't know what's going on because they're so focused on their one job. They don't see what everybody else is doing because they're the moving pieces down here and they're so busy doing that. It's up here where you can see it. And I only see it because I know where the laws are and I know where the orders are placed. Yeah. That War Powers Resolution Act is the foundational order where you would know that this is happening. You're never going to know every little detail. I'm not even going to know it because I'm not a part of those units. I don't know what their orders are and what they're doing. I do know what they've given us. They told us that the Army and the Marine Corps were doing subterranean warfare, which means tunnels, tunnel clean out, uh, things of that nature, underground. Um, that means child trafficking, sex trafficking, human trafficking, all kinds of trafficking, um, just based off subterranean warfare and what it's what it's known for. Uh, but, but, you know, as far as knowing, like, we're, I'm looping back around to Maui to show you that, that – yeah. You have to, people have to see the overall operation first and where the actual orders are put into place. And here's your orders. Now, you don't have to like it, like I tell people, yeah. but here's where they are and here's what they mean. And then under that order, other orders would come under that that would disperse to different brigades, battalions, batteries, and units, which are all military terms. And it, it depends on what they're doing. And those orders come from the top down. That's how the chain of command works in the military with the commander in chief at the top of the helm and the generals under him. Now, that War Powers Resolution Act, when Biden, most people would hear that, well, they go, well, that means the Secretary of Defense is in charge just by the orders of Donald Trump. No, that ain't what that means. Okay. What, what Donald Trump did has never been done before that, that you can tell in history because we've never been in this position before. Yeah. We did have a similar scenario, sure, with World War II and how they had to roll out that. But every operation is different. What President Trump did when he federalized one million National Guard reserve components to active duty, that was a direct military order that made him a wartime president. And then certain codes came with that, such as the mainstream media. So people say, well, why is the media not doing it? Because the media is under a code, too. They're being controlled right now until they want to reveal this to everybody. 
It's a forty-seven. Crazy. US I mean, they're are they Derek? Are they acting against their will, or they're just all playing a part? It's an operation. It's all a special <laughs> operation. Okay. That code that the mainstream media falls under is is actually titled. So it's forty-seven U.S. Code six zero six. It's titled "War Powers of the President." He can control TV, internet, radio, and closing of government government facilities. That's also combined with the Telecommunications Act of 1996. So all these acts go in codes, right? So that's what they're operating with. Now, go back to that other order now, that War Powers Resolution Act, the Secretary of Defense. Yeah. When President Trump federalized 1 million reserve components, then he went one step further. It's in Executive Order 13919, which was only seven orders after the federalization of 1 million reserve components. Yeah. All right. In April, he delegated the Secretary of Defense equal authority to federalize and to activate the reserve components and National Guard. That is that made the Secretary of Defense equivalent in if you want to look at it that way to the commander in chief. Right. That's what I'm hearing. Defense, yeah. The Secretary of Defense is directly under the commander in chief in the line of the chain of command. All right. So. When you look at the original order, though, that shows that Donald John Trump and the United States Congress bipartisan started this war, okay, in the U.S. But it's also titled Use of Military Force and Joint Partners, so partner forces. That's why I show Poland here, Norway here, Belgium here, Hungary here, Honduras here, Mexico here, Canada here. Switzerland here, Algeria. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not how the United States military works on a normal basis. We don't bring aircraft from these countries over here and train yeah. them with their aircraft. We bring, we have trained soldiers before, absolutely, but it's on our basis with our equipment, not with theirs. So that's why are we doing, Derek, works. why are we doing it with theirs? Just because it's a worldwide operation. It's a world clean out. Okay. When Donald Trump went around, see, that's what people have to do. But too many people want to be judgment, judgmental of men, right? Because they yeah. want to be God and play God. And this is where I tell people, morals should have never entered po politics. Because once again, some things people think is right, you may think is wrong. Some people think something's wrong, you think it's right. That's between you and the good Lord or whatever you believe in out there. So Donald Trump, whether people like him or love him, what people have to see is when he went around, and he was crowned king in Saudi Arabia yeah, when he went to North Korea, when he yeah. stepped in front of the queen, when he was playing hands with the pope. All that was showing what was taking place, that we're taking, we're tearing down the Vatican, we're tearing down London, and we're tearing down the District of Columbia. Because wow. those three, those are your circus right there of the federal corporation. All right. And then he took it one step further, which was, it was already biblical, but for sake of separation, yeah. when he declared Jerusalem capital of Israel, that was, that's what put it in a whole other realm and a whole other category. Yeah, it did. And so all these countries that signed the Abraham Accords, peace in the Middle East is what yeah. that is. All these countries, along with all those in the new law war manual, the United Kingdom, Canada, uh, Mexico, and a few other, all these countries are in on it too. This is a global clean out. It's a good versus evil. And then when you look, when you go back real quick to, to the Maui situation, I have two variables on that. One, I'm not going to know it completely until we know a little more, but 
the Q Q is military intelligence. Everybody yeah. out there that thinks Q is a is a conspiracy theory. It's not. It's a military intelligence community. All right. Donald Trump is Q plus, but Q's already proven itself out multiple, multiple times with different things because it was all written way back here, 2017, 2018, 2019, and it's all coming to fruition now to the T. But yeah. Q specifically says in the Q, when it talks about what's going on right now, when you look at society and you look at everything going on, most people are not going to understand special forces, special operations. But where this gets into splitting hairs, as I call it, is when you think of a global clean out, even if we, it, well, let's just boil it down just through our nation, the U.S. and D.C., what would what was going to be the breaking point for people to say enough's enough? I mean, my I'm 40 years old and I've heard my whole life that's Congress's job, that's what they get paid to do, that's out of my pay grade, and then the same people turn and complain about taxes, inflation, and all kinds of other things that Congress is supposed to be doing. So, at what yeah. point were we going to flip that and and say, okay, enough's enough? To, to me, it feels like that Lahaina thing is where we started saying enough is enough. Well, what's taking place is kind of like most of you out there are parents. When you, when you had a child, when I was a kid, my mom and dad knew what was not good for me. Down here in the south, we have rattlesnakes. Uh, you get too close to a pond down here, there might be an alligator. Um, and, and Or there might be something that you're playing with that might hurt you, like a, a you know get a hold of a pistol, right? a legit pistol or a legit weapon. All right, they take it away from you. What do you initially do? What do kids initially do? They cry, they pout, they throw a temper tantrum. But they didn't realize at that time what they had could have harmed them. Well, that's what's going on right now with the military. The military knows most Americans have no clue what's going on with all these ringleaders and all these drug trafficking circuits and all mm -hmm. these circuits with trafficking. Uh, they don't have a clue. They might know who George Soros is, but who works for him? Who works for him all the way down? Who works for the Clintons? Who works for all these? They know that because they've spent their whole life in the intelligence communities. They've spent their whole life ranking up to a general. They know that. So what they did in those continuity directives, you've heard devolution. All these people out there, most people have heard devolution as a conspiracy theory. Then why is it in the federal continuity directive as a chapter yeah. devolution right. and reconstitution? And the one that no one's really talking about is reconstitution. The one that can't, so those two canopies were January 17th and June 13th, 2017. There's five more issues under that. The most recent being April 2023.gov site, the most recent. And the most recent law inside of it is Donald Trump's law from December 2020. If Joe Biden's president, how come he can't have a law inside this continuity directives, which is a continuity government, right? The most recent issue now, April 2023. But the one in these, January 20, it was, well, excuse me, it was January 2021, it was January 15th, five days before the quote-unquote inauguration, which was a funeral service. So I've proven that. Yeah. All right, so January 15th, 2021, bullet point 2.3 says when Congress cannot establish the new seat of government in Washington, D.C., Congress with their enumerated powers will get with the states and reissue a new seat of government, and then construction and procurement can begin. Really? Why do, Is we, that have, <laughs> really why do we have a directive talking about if the new seat of government cannot be reestablished in Washington, D.C., 
Well, it you know, we've been, you know, the Patriot channels have been guessing for two or three years where the new seat of government is going to be. They've been saying it's going to be in Florida. They've been saying it's going to be in Texas. And then I heard one in Pennsylvania. I think those tomorrow, are the three. Tomorrow, where? tomorrow, uh, you know, when the show actually airs today, jokingly, right? September the 1st, Texas, in their legislation, they're going to the gold back digital currency. Yeah. Right? The, the FDIC headquarters moved from D.C. to Fort Worth, Texas. So it is, Texas is the likely candidate then, huh? Or the no, candidate. I mean, it's, the last place I tracked Air Force One on radar with a legit call sign that a president would fly under was way back in uh, about May 2021, and uh, it was in Fort Worth, Texas. So Really? Really? Hey, now so I'm going to be before That's you... another thing. That's another thing real quick. Air Force One, what little times they've shown it on radar, it it flies with a no call sign. It don't have a SAM call sign. And then all of the Department of Defense aircraft are flying with the SAM call signs, special air mission. They're flying with the legit presidential call signs. Every single day, I catch a Gulfstream 5 or I catch a C-40 Boxer or I catch uh, any aircraft that would, would fall under the Department of Defense. They fly with a SAM call sign. Okay, so there that points out right there the Secretary of Defense in control and also the military in control because how come Air Force One can't fly with a legit, legit call sign? Also, for all our veterans out there, how come the doomsday plane can accompany Air Force Two but it won't accompany Air Force One when it's been in the sky? If they'll show it on the sky and on the radar with an Air Force Two with that Boeing, how come it won't fly and accompany where it's supposed to be with Air Force One? So... Everything aligns to the Department of Defense because Air Force Two can all can also carry Secretary of Defense, not just the Vice President. Okay. So, you know, it show everything shows that. I right, want to, so, but real quick, I want to ask your question on Maui though. Okay. We all can right. do that. Is the fact that special operations sometimes where it gets real hairy in a different kind of way with people out there that that focus too much on death. Death is a part of life, right? And if you're not focused on life and living, then you're, you're focusing on the wrong things. And my grandpa used to tell me that all the time. But in special operations like this, in warfare like this, because it is a defined war, in warfare like this, sometimes when you cannot wake up people and people don't want to be awakened or people want to argue simple facts, it's one thing to debate some of the stuff we debated in our society about gay marriage and things like that. And I don't want to get into that, but those are things that most likely always have an open end question or an open end yeah. uh, opinion. Right. Yeah. But when you think about trying to wake somebody up, like if this, if there was a house here and these woods caught on fire and I ran to that house and I beat on the door, Hey, there's a fire, there's a fire, there's a fire. Can't get, come on, come on, come on. Or whatever that is. And they said, Oh, there ain't, that fire ain't coming near here. I did everything they could do. I can't drag them out because they're going to be defensive already. They're already defensive. So if you try to drive them out and they don't want to come out, they might shoot you, punch you, do something. So you warn them. Well, that's what people like me are doing with the law and what's taking place. And then something like Hawaii, we won't know until later. But special operations, what will happen is they will have a few innocent casualties that take place when you have a hotbed somewhere that is an operational zone. and if like President Trump said on the campaign trail, never again will we tell the people what's going on with our military because if you find out, guess who else finds out? Well, if they tell to evacuate, more than likely, 
the people they're trying to get will evacuate as well and they'll try to blend in because that's what true terrorists do they're cowards yeah. they blend in it's like the titanic remember the titanic movie where yeah. the guy yeah. the man got on the boat and they were trying to let females and children yeah. go first yeah it's same same scenario same analogy Derek, on that, on, on that, on Lahaina, have we got it all wrong, what we've been talking about for a couple of weeks or a week and a half, whatever it's been? Have we got it wrong? I've been saying this was an attack by the enemy. It, was this an attack against the enemy? And we and I haven't known that. Are you nodding your head? Yes? It, well, I would lean towards more yes, because once again, I joke and I joke in dark humor with our military. And here's okay. why. Because if I hear people out there, there's a guy on TikTok that's got thousands of followers. All right. And he's misleading all kinds of innocent Americans because he won't even show them laws and orders because he don't know the laws and orders. And here's the thing he's telling them. He's telling them that our military's taken over our nation. If it took seven years. Now, I'm going to joke. This is where the dark humor comes in. If it took seven years for our military. And if you go around the pitnets this weekend and say, hey. Who has the greatest military in the world? Technology and everything. Everybody's going to say the United States of America. Even if you could go overseas, most people will say the same thing. United States of America. Okay? So, if we have the greatest technology in the world and we have the greatest military in the world, you're telling me that the greatest military in the world would take seven years when 99% of population put on a face diaper, snap of the finger, without one single question. Now, I sympathize with people who have lung problems, conditions that needed a mask i'm not talking about those people i'm talking about people like me young healthy no health issues that i know of who simply breathing oxygen is a crime just like that they put on a mask without a single question that's the same thing that happened with the nazis getting on a train they never questioned it they got on a train and they went straight to their death not only that they didn't even try to to rally inside that camp even if, if you knew you were going to die then why did they not try to throw some kind of revolution inside that? Why didn't those men band together? Now, that's always going to be open-ended. You're never going to know that. But the point I'm trying to make is this. It took seven years for the United States military with our weapon systems, our aircraft, our artillery, our missile compounds, and everything to take over this nation. I, right here on this hill, they could drop a bomb right here and wipe me out because it would be that quick to wipe me out of here. And I would laugh the whole time while that bomb's coming down here and be glad to go out of here just like that because I would be ashamed to be a veteran if it took seven years for our military with our capability, especially our devil dogs, the good old Marine Corps, if it took them seven years to take over us. And so with that analogy being said, then you gotta apply that to the laws and the orders that are in place that show the good guys are in control. They wouldn't let that happen to innocent people just blatantly, all right? so. They, they know what's going on. The mili When I say they, the military intelligence, they know where everybody are. It's the same thing as we've known all these years, the FBI. They always put out a list. They knew who all these killers were. They knew all these people who shot up these schools, but they didn't do anything about it, which is what President Trump was saying about the three-letter agencies. He didn't say the agencies were bad. He said the top leadership yeah. of those agencies were bad. Because why? People. It ain't the agency. It's people who make people evil. It's people yeah. who make agencies evil. So I lean towards the good guys in control and they're having to clean out certain hotbeds. And there's a girl that I met, a lady that I met out on the, um, some of these tours. Um, she's from Hawaii. And this was long before Hawaii was a topic in the news. 
she was saying, man, it's such a hotbed in Hawaii, man. I hope our military cleans out Hawaii. Really? Boy, did, she, did she predict something, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, this morning, it just was one of those things that randomly came across my, I don't even remember where I heard it. Someone said that there were 300 tunnels, blah, 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 under Lahaina. And I thought, wait, where did that come from? And if there's 300 tunnels, maybe the, maybe the good guys were doing the shooting. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Mm-hmm. You're the first person I'm throwing that out to. Well, and, and it's all outlined too. When you go back, military, first off, we train during war. Like that, when people say, oh, they're just training, we, we train during war. We don't yeah. just train before a war. We train during war and, and after war. And we will always yeah. train. The military does. Train, 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 train. So the military showed you back in 2018 and 2019 in articles. That's when the first articles came out showing the subterranean warfare. It said the Army was spending a half a billion dollars to train our net soldiers for our nets for it. Specifically said this, Washington Post, all of them. Our nets wars will be inside mega cities, but not in them, but under underneath. them. Under them. Yeah, because and, no and one, the that's Force, the average citizen of the United States has no clue that there's another whole world. You know, even the Bible says that he was that he was in charge of you know, above the earth and the earth and beneath the earth. There's, there's scriptures about beneath the earth. And I never knew what that meant because it didn't well, mean. The other, thing, you know. the other thing is this, is that the fact that the Marine Corps and the, the army, the Navy, all of them have put out articles saying they're in these training expeditions. Well, they put that out just in case they're, uh, you know, they're in a convoy or something of that nature that requires, uh, you know, people, you see them out, people are been videoing on the interstates and freeways. Um, so, you know, that's what the actual, the highways, uh, the highway act was actually established for uh, years ago. Eisenhower was the one that rode across our country. They mapped out the, it took them 64 days to get from the East Coast to the West Coast um, back in 19, I think it was 25. Really? Really? Was this, are you saying it was a military operation? What are you saying? That Why did he do that that fast? What, what, what point are you making? Well, the point I'm making is that the the military, so these interstates and freeways, as we call them, they weren't established just for, uh, they weren't established for us to get in the left lane or the right lane and complain okay. about it. They were for okay. commerce and okay. for the military okay. right? to, get, to get food and to get industry across the country a lot faster and get yeah. our military across the country faster, the, the grounds operations. Uh, so, it, it, you know, when people get in the left lane and they're complaining and all that, and then you, occasionally you'll see an aircraft have to land uh, emergency land on interstates and people whine and complain about being late for work. Well, guess what? That's the number one priority was that's what it was created for. And that's what legislation and law. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. For. So what I'm, my point with that being was the fact that, you know, they put these articles out right now to go ahead and show that, Hey, if, if there's a convoy coming through, don't get in their way. If they're ba- if whatever they're doing, if you, you, ha- you never know what people will do out there. You get people pulling up beside them, trying to take pictures and getting their way and things Crazy. like that. Crazy. So- now, Derek, I'm looking at our time. I want to I want to ask this question. I'm going to come to uh, Executive Order 13848 that's going to expire. I'm going to ask you about that in a minute. But one last question of everything we've been talking about. 
And that is, I, I think your answer is going to be, again, Steve, this is an operation. But to clarify, <laughs> it, when we look at, I look forward to Joseph Biden being arrested. I hope they do it before the camera. And some of those people and and maybe uh, a few people at MSNBC, you know, whatever, who's ever a criminal. And I'm going, you were talking about values and morals. And I'm kind of going, some of these guys are bad. I want to see them arrested. But if I say... We're going to arrest those guys, aren't you? You're going to shake your head and say, Steve, I said this is an operation. So comment on that. Well, yeah, the, we know that the thing is, is when you're doing an operation this big um, and I don't know who all they took out first and who all was plugged first. As far as that goes, I know a few of them uh, because you could tell the the looks just instantly changed. But yeah. look at look at Fetterman. Fetterman didn't become a topic until recently. Yeah. But when you look at the original Fetterman and you look at the guy they put in there now, you're like, whoa, that dude don't even look anything alike. So what would have happened is early on, they would have taken out certain people that would have been key people okay. to, to, set the, to set the tone to all these under here that that may have been a what if or a maybe. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe so-and-so, let's just say Governor Kemp. Maybe Governor Kemp had a gun on him behind the scenes. Donald John Trump, issued an executive order to protect all kinds of federal judges. Now, why would a president have to put in an executive order to protect protection of federal judges, judges, and things of that nature? There's an executive order out there for that. All right. So oh. that tells you that tells you that, that a lot of these people were going to have a choice to make if they were going to abide by the law and go against these people that have been behind the scenes on them, this mafia, the cabal. All right. Okay. But he was showing them you have protection if you'll come out and if you will tell who these leaders are, who these ring people are. Because once again, a lot of these people live in small towns. A lot of them are out in the swamps in the in the middle of nowhere like this because people don't expect them to be there. So they would have taken out these leaders, plugged in certain people, and then along the way, smoke out rats all the way down. That's what they would have had it done. That's what they've been doing. So Yes, somewhere you're going to either see executions or hangings or firing squads because President Trump said that. I didn't say that. Yeah. President Trump has said that. He has said we're going to bring back national firing squads to live TV. I mean, Whoa, now, did he really? Think that, some wow. people think that's cold, but I mean, look, here's the deal. Everything he said has happened. And the week he said that, I'd have to go back and look at the date. You can look it up. But the week he said it, the, the governor of Idaho signed into law live firing squads. Really? So, I mean, you know, it, and this stuff is legislation. That's not, that's not, that wasn't just some kind of like, oh, you know, a public publicity stunt. Um, so President Trump, he's the one that said it. He's the one that said, you will see live firing squads. He's made jokes, even in his Tucker Carlson interview, he's talking about Joe's been shot. He's shot. He's this. Those are all comms. So everybody, all of those, the people that are in question are either there because they're allowed to stay, probably under threat of of the firing squad or or or. Well, it's no different than taking it's it's no different than taking a plea deal. Okay. Uh, same thing. You take a plea deal and a plea deal. You know, we see it in everyday court everywhere. Well, this guy took a plea deal. He confessed this, this, and this, and he only got sixty years in prison. He could have had life or like that. So yeah. they give all these people plea deals depending on their level of their crime. Now, crimes against humanity is not. If you've yeah. got a crime against humanity, you're automatically gone. All right. Yeah. That's, and it, that's, what the, that's what crimes against humanity outlines in legislation. 
So with that being said, a lot of these people took plea deals, all right, to be what for their family's sake, their future's sake, and then maybe some of them weren't as bad as others. They may get out in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, whatever that may be. But President Trump's the one that said we're going to load Guantanamo Bay up with tens of thousands uh, of bad dudes. He's wow. the one that said that. Um, and everything the man said has come to fruition. So it's, it's you know, when is it going to happen? I don't know. Now, the other thing I clarify, I've never said any of these people are already gone. I'm just going by his comms of what he says. Yeah. He, says he says Nancy Pelosi's on her way to another country right now. I mean, you can joke and say California is another country. A lot of people do. Yeah. But that but, I mean, you and I, don't, we've said it on the show with you, and, and we put the, the old Biden and the new Biden side by side, and it was very, very clear which one is the one I grew up with and which one is the now one. It's very, very clear. We've said it on the show two or three times now. So everybody that's halfway paying attention knows this is not the real Biden. Um, so he's the perfect example of somebody that's been – installed but i have always wondered so which one installed him the bad guys or the good guys as part of the operation Mil the military this is the, the military, military operation from top to bottom okay top and to it bottom will be revealed. it will be revealed history will have to answer for uh because we've lost people we've lost soldiers we just lost those marine corps in australia the other day we've lost soldiers it does come you want to talk life and death well, let's talk life and death in the military yeah um, and how come their lives aren't being uh, glorified uh, as much as other people that are being lost. Yeah. Uh, they had a mom and dad too. A mom and dad received a knock on the door with the hat under the, with yeah. the arm here. And, yeah. uh, you know, let's talk about those lives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, 13848, which is a, uh, it's about to expire. Tell people what it is and what, what implications it, with that expiring. Probably doesn't matter since it's under operation i mean all bets well, are it's, off it's a it's an order under an order right but it's an order yeah. under the federal side so it's a federal order um and that order was specifically put into place and i, I explained this yesterday too is but it don't matter if, if it don't so you can't extend a national emergency more than two exec so executive orders with national emergencies no more than two consecutive 12 month periods yeah right by law that's that's what it reads now that executive order was signed. This is why it's so important. That's why I told people, if there's anything that you should get up out of your chair and just jump excitement for or just celebrate, this order was signed September the 12th, 2018. That is two months before any election under Donald John Trump. That means the only evidence of election interference they would have had at any capacity would have been 2016 and prior. Okay? So executive order 13848, it was never for the 2020 presidential election alone. So all the people out there still hung up with 2020 was stolen. They were all stolen. They've all been stolen. They've always been. Lou, yeah, Dobbs, was, Lou Dobbs was fired from CNN in 2008 or nine for saying that the, uh, the Dominion systems would have implications on future elections. Okay, that was way back before anybody knew about any of this. Okay, so all of them have been stolen. It's also, I have to always reference President Trump, Commander-in-Chief Trump, when he said, Way back on the 2016 campaign trail, he said, I don't agree with one word that Bernie Sanders says, but his own party screws him over. That's what he's talking about. He was talking about fair and reciprocal. He talked about fair and reciprocal elections and fair and reciprocal trades. We should all want fair and reciprocal, no matter how we believe at the end of the day, because that's what makes America great. Yeah. Right? So. Executive Order 13848 was written two months before any election under Donald John Trump, and it did two things. It did, 
One, it trapped all governors, secretary of states, attorney generals, judges, and lawyers who do not apply the new laws and uphold the new laws and enforce the new laws on these systems of which they dump or add votes to. All right. That also inside this order, it null and it null and voids my vote, your vote, everybody else's vote. And here's why. Because a clause inside of it. It says, although no foreign power has altered the outcome. Alter the outcome means my vote, your vote, everybody's vote. Or it's got a little conjunction there, or vote tabulation. Well, that little conjunction adds to it. It says not only have mine and your vote not been tampered with by regular people, it's by the, the cabal and the deep state. Yeah. Right. This global elite, the deep yeah. swamp, the swamp, right? It's them. All right. No foreign power, meaning no Russia, nobody like that. The deep state has altered these. Or vote tabulation. Well, vote tabulation here, this order was written two and a half years before January the 6th, 2021, and it null and voids January the 6th, 2021 with this one little statement or vote tabulation. Vote tabulation by our Constitution and by our codes are objections. When you go to 3 3 U.S. Code 1515 and look it up, it tells you what happens when they're tabulating the votes. January the 6th is the day that they count up the state electoral college votes. Okay. Well, what happened on January 6th, 2021? Well, Alabama, beautiful Alabama here, and Alaska got through their votes. It went to Trump. When Arizona was in their count, two objections took place. I object. Well, you have to have an objection. You have to have two objections. Then it's supposed to pause counting. They're supposed to pause the whole counting. And they go to a special chamber, and if it took them a month, two months, three months, then the vice president becomes president every day after January 20th, 2021. That really? didn't happen. Conveniently, after the second objection, the convenient insurrection took place instantly. All right. That one clause in that executive order, null and voids that. It shows you the military occupancy set that up. And also, it made all of Congress, including old Mike Pence, they all broke 18 U.S. Code 2381, 18 U.S. Code 2384, 18 U.S. Code 2385, 52 U.S. Code 20511, and 3 U.S. Code Chapter 15. So that had to show the American people that don't know what I know. The ones who think that was an insurrection, they're going to learn very quick it wasn't. By law and order, it was not. And that one executive order way back here, two and a half years before it has a clause in there that specifically nulls all of our votes and it nulls January the 6th and it will point directly to the deep state and all the cabal and the swamp that have been changing these votes for years. Yeah, and, and your point about that, you know, which it's only recently, even the last few days that I realized you're saying it wasn't 2022 that got stolen. It wasn't 2020 that got stolen. They've all been stolen for decades, right? All year them. after well, year well, after since, year. Well, since our digital digital systems have been put in yeah. place, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's easy then because then you got to have cyber commands, and which proves the point. Here's how you prove the military is in control of 2018, 2020, and 2022 was this right here. Two things. One, on November the 3rd, 2020, four-star general, who's the president again, Donald Trump, four-star general tweets 
on November the 3rd, 2020. He says, as tens of millions head to the polls today, we, okay, he's talking as a four-star general. Yeah. So we, we means military. We, the military, have our teams, the U.S. Cyber Command, he added them, and he added the National Security Agency. We have our teams, the U.S. Cyber Command and National Security Agency, along with our joint partner forces. What's the War Powers Resolution Act say again? Partner forces. All right, way back here in 2019 and here's 2020, right? We have our Cyber Command and NSA along with our partner forces all around the world watching, watching, and and we hope we learn what we learned from 2018. Well, he he knocked out two birds with one stone right there. He's telling you, one, we have control of what's going on, the systems, in 2020, and we had them in 2018. Then you move forward to 2022. Fox News put out an article on November the 4th, all right, that specifically said the military, the National Guard, were going to be at voter precincts all over the nation, all right? Well, what is chapter 11.4 in the Law of War Manual? Oh, the same topic, okay? So it all ties in, and then President Trump recently was talking about 2024, and he was talking about how maybe bigger than 2016 and 2020 election. He didn't know, and the, the, the host said, oh, yeah, it will be, and he said, yeah, you're right, because it won't be traditional. And boom, he changed the subject just that quick. It won't be traditional because it's the military. Military. And guess what we have in the military? We have systems that can't be hacked. Now, we joke about our crappy old systems a lot, but our systems can't be hacked. And that's how he can say confidently, we have it all. We've caught them all. Nobody could have caught them but me. And so all we're doing now is waiting for people to wake up by laws and orders that support and back the Declaration and the Constitution. When you said, and back to the Lahaina thing, you said, what does it take to wake people up that wouldn't wake up otherwise? And I said, it seems like Lahaina was one of those. Was that your point, or do you think they're doing other things? No, I think they're doing other things because there's still a lot of clean-out has to be done. And there's, I mean, this is a massive operation. Well, um, what I mean is, what I mean as far as waking the people up, to me, the the people woke up in a new way after this thing in Hawaii happened. Everyone's well, talking about it, but what what are your thoughts? Yeah, and and a lot more people will wake up uh, in different ways. Now, personally, I don't I don't believe personally uh, the military is going to try to do anything that should scare people uh, because I don't know okay. that that scaring people is a way to make people go, oh, I got to go read these laws and orders this guy's talking about. I don't, I don't think that. Yeah, that. Yeah. I think that what we're watching, and I, I, I more than think, I believe, um, we're watching the clean out, and it has to become more and more visual because devolution is a, is a shadow government, and they distract people as long as they can on the front, and they go in the back yeah. while they can until they have to make it more visual. All right, and I think with the with the uh, the Dr. Jan lady coming out more, yeah. talking about she's with yeah. the DOD. Yeah, we're going to have her on in a couple of weeks here. I know she's uh, acknowledged me, and people always wonder why President Trump and General Flynn and people couldn't acknowledge me. is because that's how military works. They can't in their positions because they're under an operation with a strategy. Now, with her coming out and her timing, it shows we're moving more into a visual uh, operation that people yeah, can... she's, they're beginning to while you're saying it more and more clearly i feel like in the early days you talked more uh, in code and you're being more uh you're just saying it more today than you have and, but she well, came on to, and said well you she, try to teach people see we're yeah trying to well teach you, you've been very good because you'll you'll ask the question and try to draw them out 
and their own. But right now, I'm kind of demanding the answer, and I'm getting it very much clearer. But Jen Halper Hayes, she's going to be on a 9/11 of all days. She's going to be on Elijah streams. But she said, "I'm with the Department of Defense," and da 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 da. And you don't think so? She's like uh, Derek Johnson in the female form. She's really, you know, her own personality. But you got who else do we have that's kind of spilling the beans? You got Derek Johnson. You got Jen. Halpert, anyone else you could point to who's kind of uh, being yeah, that? Yeah, SG and on. SG and on. Um, SG and on. Um, and then we go on the uh, Ultra Trump the Destroyer show a lot with that. He we, he and I have been appearing on there. Um, you have uh, Captain Kyle out there. Um, Captain, Captain Kyle. Kyle. Um, then you have uh, Major Freddie. Um, then you have uh, Guru down in Australia with uh, Lieutenant Colonel, retired Lieutenant Colonel uh, Ricardo Bosi, who had the election stolen from him as president in Australia. So, um, you know, when it's all said and done, um, more than likely, obviously, he'll be the uh, president uh, down there. Uh, if I guess if he decides to, to take that helm. But he's the one that had it stolen from him in Australia. And he's a lieutenant colonel retired from the Australian forces. But he also worked joint, jointly, not together. They didn't know they were together. But uh, another colonel that I'm on the show with a lot, Colonel Sellers, um, he's, a, he's a retired Fulberg colonel. Um, and a uh, former deputy commander um, of um, Delta Force. Uh, now, he don't have his own show, but we appear on shows with uh, uh, also Brad Wozny um, and also A.J. Roberts. So all those guys are all veterans, too. Um, and they're oh, bringing, that's good. And then we have uh, a bit. Call, I call him the I call him the bishop now, but he was a, he's a retired major from the Army, uh, yeah. Jim O'Connors, and he's got a show that he started, but he's a bishop now. But. He was a, he's a retired major and he's saying the same thing. I mean, a lot more are that want the spotlight. A lot and of veterans don't like being on camera. I'm so. hearing some guys, seems like 107 is one of them. I think that uh, well, there's other people where they're saying, they're s suggesting that there's simply no way there can be a 2024 election. I have no idea what to even ask the question because if it's all an operation, what does it matter if there's an election in the old anyway so i don't even know how to ask the question i'm going to ask it anyway what would you say about does it look like there's going to be a 2024 election in some sort of traditional sense or how i mean answer that however you want to well the the, the thing's going to be this so the executive order 13848 is for election interference and that okay. is due it cannot be extended anymore unless a new reissue would be a, a something similar in the same kind of context would be Biden as the cog re-signing a new uh, order. As okay. he, did, he, did, he did one July 13th. That was another kind of order like President Trump's executive order 13912. Now, that's an order under an order under an order. So executive order 13848, if it don't get a new issue and it just expires, that don't mean anything. That don't mean that it's over. That don't mean any of that. The new court date is going to be the key thing to March the 4th. Now, the correlation with March the 4th is really awesome. March the 4th is the original inauguration date in presidential history. All right? Okay. So the last, pre the last president to be inaugurated on March the 4th was Franklin D. Roosevelt. So there's another World War II. Really? Really? 1930, 1933. All right? And then Congress changed that. Um, so... Then Congress also changed the term limits on president, but not Congress in 1951, I believe it was. So why did they do that? Now, the other thing with the March the 4th is there are 19 defendants. All right. Donald Trump, 
18, uh, so one, and then 18 defendants, that makes 19 total. Uh, the last president of the United States was Ulysses S. Grant of the original republic. Yeah, he was he's number one, 18, right? He was 18. He was the who, he's the one who signed us over to the federal corporation, yeah. all right, uh, the Organic Act of 1871. So Donald Trump technically was the 19th president, should yeah. be the 19th president. Now, I know he was a military plug, so he wasn't an actual president. He was a plug, and that'll come out in history. So technically, he'll be the 19th president. And guess what was flying at Mar-a-Lago when 19 he did his, flags, right? There was 19. When he did his 2024 announcement, November the 15th, right, which was the anniversary of the first Constitution in the United States of America, the Articles of Confederation. There were 19 flags flying. Yeah, I saw so, that one. And yeah, that's going to be a key tale of what rolls in and how 2024 look. So I'm not, I'm not ever, I don't make predictions like that. I just go by what we have on paper. I yeah. can see why there could be. I can see why there could be. And I can see why there couldn't be. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we have it cleaned out. Everything's exposed by then. And people see, yes, you know, people's, I don't mean shock in a bad way. I'm talking about healing. Yeah. Our country will have to go through a healing process of all the stuff they learn. Yeah. Um, and then I'm hoping that's going to be that. And then we have a one same day voting that he talks about voter registration and everybody will want to unite that way and be proud of America again. That's what I'm hoping. Now yeah. I could see where if America is awake by then at where they think people should be, I could see where they could take it to shake people up to go, you're losing your country and you better step up. I hope we don't have to do that. Yeah. But if that's part of the plan, I can understand why. Because the cognitive dissonance in this nation from a veteran, the stuff I've received, and it's not about me, but I'm just saying what little bit I've received on my end versus what President Trump and all them are taking. I mean, a veteran showing current legislation, getting all kinds of lies and false accusations and all this stuff out there. I mean, it's where we are in our nation. And President Trump says it all the time. Haters and trolls don't realize what we're doing is going to make their lives better. Um, and that's what it's supposed to be all about. And I hope that we don't have to do the alternative. I hope that it's revealed before them, but I don't know what their plan is. And Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, you're as, probably as sharp and, and discerning as about anybody, unless they're really on the inside. So, you know, someone else would know more. I don't know if Jan Halper Hayes would be, she probably knows a little more about what's actually going on in the Department of Defense as far as, you know. Never, she's not going to give the operations up. Right. I mean, I say, that's what I'm saying. She knows. That doesn't mean right. she's not She's going to say it. So she's right. too too bright for that. So, well, okay. So, what, and I have been hearing for quite some time that, that Trump may well come back as the 19th president of the Republic of the United States of America. And that's fine by me. You know, we got his wisdom all along here anyway, since we, we never stopped having him running things from behind the scenes in one way or another, commander in chief, you know, everyone, anyone that's anyone that really is already answering to him. And I remember seeing that video a couple of years ago now of him doing that sword dance in Saudi Arabia in, indicating that he was the boss, right? He was the that's king. Right. So right. There, there's been some absolute, that wasn't even a subtle sign if he knew what the sword dance meant, you know, so that was fascinating, fascinating. So, all right, man, it's so good to have you. Anything else you want to add uh, today that we should know? No, I mean, I, I tell people, though, I got a new song coming out at midnight oh, yeah. tonight. So, yeah. And tell so. people how to access that, uh, Derek. 
Where do they go? You can go to, Der- to DerrickJohnsonCountry.com, or if you're, if you're looking up via Spotify or iTunes, Apple, you got to look for a cowboy hat or a ball cap because the other Derrick Johnson is not me. I don't do – I am a Christian, but I don't do Christian music. Yeah, uh, I see so what you're the saying. Other, so, the other Derrick Johnson doesn't – he doesn't wear a ball cap or a hat. So Okay, what's the name of that song? What's the name of your new song? Come on with it. All right. I love it. I love it. Total country, man. I'm going to access that. So Derek, I appreciate it very much. So Derek Johnson, now you're on, I see you on as Rattletrap1776 everywhere, right? Rattletrap1776, which is a, which is a tip of the hat towards a clunker old car, right? Isn't that what a Rattletrap is? Well, Rattletrap could be that. The way I was, the way I was envisioning it when I, when I, came up with that was i was trying to be incognito in a different way at the time because uh, i established that january 2021 i didn't go viral till august 2022 but uh, but uh was the the fishing lure too the rattle trap because when it when it goes through the water it makes a lot of racket and it makes the the fish go wait what is that it's different okay than it, yeah, okay so. good yeah i actually looked it up again the other day because i looked it up before and forgot what it meant but uh that was one of their definitions is like an old an old truck or something that rattles and they, everything. Yeah, there, there's that one, and then they the the fishing lure miss they they spell theirs differently. So I thought of like a not a rattlesnake from a, a demonic yeah. standpoint, you know, a snake, yeah. but a rattlesnake when you when they get that rattle going, it means you hey you pay you attention, pay attention, pay attention or walk away. That's know? good. That's so. good. Yeah. So uh, anyway, rattle trap seventeen seventy six. You're on Truth Social. You're on um, uh, Telegram. Where else are you with that? Handle. So my true my true social is at Derek Johnson, just my name, no spaces or anything. Okay. Uh, so Rattletrap seventeen seventy six. It's all. It's a, so it's Telegram, Twitter, and Rumble, or the Rattletrap seventeen seventy six. And then my Facebook. When I first went viral, I came up with seventeen seventy six Nation, uh, but then people were like, "Wait, is is he? Who is he on Telegram and all these others?" So I had the two names. So Rattletrap's more of my name. The seventeen seventy six Nation is for everybody to come together on okay. facebook um and i went i did swap it the 1776 nation original because we have a hate group out there that was caught they're copycatting all the trademarks and everything oh man so we're going through legalities with that uh right now and then i changed it back as another move on them uh, uh, it's like trolling the trolls right so yeah. it's showing when i changed it back i went from 1776 nation to 1776 nation original back to 1776 nation a couple weeks ago just to do that on purpose where I could get the, you know, I could take screenshots and show that they, they changed because of me. It's, that's know, good. I hey, that's, tape, you that's know? good. And so, and, and so everyone remember to go to Derek Johnson country. That's your website. You just type in Derek Johnson country. DerekJohnsonCountry.com, And that's the website for my music. And then there I have Instagram is the same thing at Derek Johnson country, all lowercase, no spaces. Yeah. That's my music. I try to keep some of that stuff music related only. Um, yeah, I hear you. He's kind of compartmentalized a little bit, but okay. Hey, Derek, thank you so much. I appreciate it. this. is very good, very informative. I'll have harder hitting, harder hitting questions next time, <laughs> but I always want to go to the next level with you. So, all right, man. See you later. I appreciate it. We'll see you all on Tuesday with Johnny Endo Unfiltered. So, see you soon. Bye bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. 
Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.